Molly. Former worship leader turned mystic, your friendly neighborhood imagination doula and artist. I truly believe in the power of imagination, that creativity can lift us out of the darkest places, transforming us and our world as we come home to ourselves. I want you to know that you are darling and so loved and that coming home to yourself and reclaiming your full expression is the most revolutionary thing that you could do. Welcome to the Darling Revolution podcast. Today is officially the relaunch of the Darling Revolution podcast, and if I've learned anything in the past year, it has been not to put expectations on anything that don't really make sense. And so what's interesting is that today, rather than the interview that I was going to drop. I, I got a download this morning as I was sitting in my studio meditating and reflecting and what came through is pretty wild <laughs> and it's about seven minutes long and so to celebrate the Darling Revolution podcast officially reawakening, I want to offer that to you today. Just me and the microphone and space and you. And let's just be in a room together for a few minutes. Let's just be together. I'd love to invite you into my studio now as we talk and muse and reflect. Welcome back to the podcast. studio. Have a seat. Let's chat. As I was taking my sabbatical from the podcast and cocooning, envisioning what I wanted it to look like and feel like moving forward, I knew that there needed to be room still for more freeform conversation between the two of us because that's where some of the really juicy stuff can come out and so right now I'm actually in the process of working on an episode that will be a little more meaty 
a little more strategic because I want to incorporate that as well. And I'll be talking more about creativity as a practice. And as I've been thinking about creativity, I've been thinking about the fact that different people see creativity different ways. Most folks that I talk to are either one or one of two things. Either they already see themselves as a creative person or an artist or whatever you want the label to be. And the people who see themselves that way generally have a tendency to see creativity in everyone else around them. And what's interesting is that there are also a lot of people who say things like, I don't have a creative bone in my body. I'm not creative like you. I don't make art. (laughs) And it's interesting because there's this correlation between being a professional artist and creativity. And to me, there couldn't be more of a chasm between those two things, although they are very connected. To me, creativity is just part of the human experience. It's something that you engage with and engage in. It's like love. The more that you have and the more that you express and the more that you open, the more of it exists. And you can be creative in any number of ways, whether it be cooking, whether it be at your job, solving a problem. Creativity is essentially our tool for getting from one point to another, for expressing. And I see that in all of humanity. And it doesn't really matter if you want to identify as being creative or not. I don't think it changes the fact that we inherently have creativity in us all the time. And so that idea is really interesting to me because it's just something in my work that comes up a lot, (laughs) is that people either really resonate or they really don't, but really wish, really hope, really want, really desire to be creative. And that's interesting to me because I think... The desire is pointing to something that is already within you. It already exists. It's just waiting to be tapped into. We also have a lot of ish around the word creativity and like our creative genius. Like we put people on pedestals all the time as quote unquote creative geniuses, (laughs) right? And I'm sure that when you hear the phrase creative genius, a whole list of people pops up in your head. And we have made creativity and genius to be this mostly inaccessible thing that's only afforded to a few people who are quote unquote creatives or artists. And to me, that is just nonsense. And it's nonsense because I've seen creativity incarnate in human beings. For a long time, I was an elementary school teacher. 
And what I saw with elementary school students is that they're born with creativity. They are born bursting, ready to express. When they're really, really little, they, they aren't afraid. You know, they'll pick up markers, they'll pick up Play-Doh. They, they want to make a mess, they want to explore, they want to express themselves in a world that they find themselves in. And unfortunately what happens is that slowly over time, they start to get afraid. They start to filter in those messages, those narratives that we've all been fed from an early age, unfortunately, that there's only one or two people in the class who are the quote-unquote creative ones, and it's not them, (laughs) right? Or maybe it is, and there's a lot of pressure on them. And we start seeing this weight of life and responsibilities just coming down harder and harder on the creativity of individuals so that by the time people come to me in adulthood you know and and want to work with me one-on-one or I'm teaching them in a workshop they really really want to be more in touch with their creativity but maybe they think that it's not available for them or maybe they see me and they assume that I have something that they don't, which is not true. You have everything that I have. Um, and there's, there's a lot of blockers, including experiences, life trauma, narratives that we're going to get into that can keep us away from our imagination and our creativity. We're going to talk about that later in the season. But at the core level... We all are creative. We all inherently hold that magic within us. And it's just waiting to be unlocked and tapped into. interesting about creativity to me and so-called creative genius is that for a very long time the genius was considered to be an entity that visited a person the person themselves were not a quote-unquote genius they were a channel for genius. And somewhere along the way, we became like Kronos. We became jealous of the way that genius was able to flick about and be free We became jealous of genius visiting others. And so, like Kronos ate his children, we decided to consume genius. And like Kronos, I have a theory 
that true innovation will not be free, will not be able to breathe and exhale until we release it from our, our stomachs, from our consuming ego grip, until we open ourselves and allow it to fly, until we see the jealousy that we contain, acknowledge it for what it is, and release, and allow genius to visit whomever it will, and trust that there is enough genius and enough creativity for everyone, for infinity. It's like love, it just, it just gets bigger the more that you use it. It doesn't diminish. Creativity just gets bigger the more you use it. And so I feel that for us to become truly integrated, <clears throat> healed, creative beings with all the glorious messiness that we contain we need to open ourselves up we need to learn to be vulnerable we need to learn to trust again trust each other and trust that if we release the creative genius into the ether, it will return to us. That we can hold it with an open palm. We don't need to hold it with a closed fist. Because when we hold our creativity with a closed fist, it's like, it's like a bird. We crush it. And instead, we need to open our hands surrender to the process and I know that it's scary I know it's scary it's scary because it means so much like love is scary because it's so meaningful and grief is the price of love And so it's, it's just part of the process. Releasing, being vulnerable, expressing, letting go, emptying, and then allowing ourselves to be filled up again. And so it goes. Trusting that process. Trusting that it's going to be okay. And allowing our creativity to remake us rather than trying to put it in a box or make it into anything less than the 
infinity of universes that creativity contains. We get this amazing privilege of experiencing creativity in our bodies as humans, in our minds. We get to participate with the creative process. We get to dance with it. We get to paint with it. We get to birth things into the world that didn't exist before. How wild is that? Truly, truly, what a rare and beautiful gift it is to be alive and to co-create with our imaginations. It's a gift. And I wonder what would be possible if we were willing to be simply open to the flow of that gift. For being here with me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for coming back on this journey with me as we navigate what the Darling Revolution looks like moving forward. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review on iTunes. That really, really helps us to get some visibility. And if you really loved it, send it to a friend who you think would appreciate it as well. I'll see you next time. Bye for now, friend. <laughs>